ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Wednesday, November 10th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw heart seltzer is made pure. Text line is open 304-523-2275. I expect some interesting texts today. We're going to talk a little bit about Marshall's upcoming opponent, UAB, coming to Jones C. Edwards Stadium this weekend. Also, big win for Marshall women's basketball, the season opener yesterday at the Cam Henderson Center. For a couple of weeks now, I've anticipated that Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee would jump ship from CUSA, move into the Mid-American Conference, and then we started seeing some reports Maybe one of the two not interested as much. Maybe the finances weren't right. Maybe the travel wasn't right. And today, Middle Tennessee President Sidney A. McPhee releases a statement. It reads, over the past several weeks, as we have watched the landscape for Division I athletics evolve, Middle Tennessee State University has been proactive and diligent in evaluating our opportunities along with the best interests of the university as the singular guiding principle. We greatly appreciate the interest other conferences have shown in our athletics program and in our university as they are a testament to the overall excellence of our institution, both athletically and academically. However, after careful consideration and due diligence, I am pleased to reaffirm our commitment to Conference USA. That's a bombshell, isn't it? Middle Tennessee coming out and saying, look, thanks, we're sticking with Conference USA. The statement continues... With the addition of four new members, Conference USA offers a strong footprint in the South and Southwest, providing opportunities to develop new regional rivalries while staying connected to traditional opponents that our fans want. Building on the conference's storied history of success, I believe our continued affiliation offers our Blue Raiders community the greatest opportunity for success and should enhance our fan engagement. Okay, wait a minute. Develop new regional rivalries. ESPN's on the phone right now, fired up for Middle Tennessee and Jacksonville State, right? Middle Tennessee and Sam Houston State, right? Excited for that? Middle Tennessee versus New Mexico State. Middle Tennessee to Liberty. Okay, now Liberty's playing, so that would be the excitement there. All right. I mean, you got to shine it up, right? You can't just lay it out there and say, eh, this is what it is. You got to shine it up. The statement continued to say, working with our four remaining members as well as our new partners, Conference USA is poised to rebrand itself as a premier conference in the group of five. We look forward to the opportunities that our expanded relationship will provide and want to assure our fans that regardless of conference affiliations, our goals remain the same as we pursue championships in all sports. Saw the money, saw the price tag, said thanks, no thanks. I mean, this is money, right? You're going to get a short-term benefit from all the realignment fees. Plus, you probably balked at got to pay this to get out, and then you got to pay the entrance fee to get into the Mid-American Conference. And Middle Tennessee probably said, 
you know, financially, this probably doesn't work for us. You looked at the travel. You thought, oh, boy, get to go to Buffalo, going to Michigan, going to play in Ohio, going to play northern Illinois. Maybe you looked at that travel and you thought, it's awful cold up there, a little chilly. Probably looked at Tuesday, Wednesday night, playing Maction Thursdays, eventually get one of those games, but mostly the Tuesday, Wednesday deals. You looked at that and you're probably like, no, we're not not feeling this, not feeling feeling the the Mid-American Conference was right for you. I think the Mac's more stable as a league, and I get it. You don't want to travel up north too far. You feel that you're a southern property. You feel like you're a southern brand, but I just don't know. I don't know how well you will see Conference USA grow with such a, a hodgepodge, a, a collection of schools that I just don't see the rhythm and rhyme here. The Mid-American Conference, there's rhythm and rhyme there. I get that. Buffalo maybe being the the lone exception there. It's it's far away compared to the other schools, but it's pretty stable. And you look at what Conference USA offers you. Is Middle and FIU, is that a huge rivalry to begin with? Not really. Middle and Louisiana Tech, is that a huge rivalry? Middle and UTEP, you're looking at, I mean, come on, honestly, if you're looking at travel, you're going to play UTEP, sure, it's nice and sunny there. And if you like sun over cold, UTEP beats Buffalo any day of the week as a road trip, but still is, I don't know, if this makes sense for Middle Tennessee, it's a, it's a saving grace for Conference USA. Conference USA today, this is dodging the bullet because now with Middle Tennessee making this decision, it almost cuts off completely Western Kentucky's path because the Mid-American Conference isn't going to go, okay, well, let's have odd numbers here and invite Western. It's probably more of a package deal. And with Middle deciding to stay, reaffirming its commitment to Conference USA, and the reports that if invited, Western would say, yes, we're out. We'll go to the Mid-American Conference. What does Western Kentucky do? And I understand the fan base may be split on this. Some want to stay in Conference USA. Some okay and want to go to the Mid-American Conference. I just don't know what the value in Conference USA is for Middle and for Western Kentucky unless the geography is what's important to you. And trust me, Conference USA geography is not that good. The travel is going to be a little further north for you in the Mid-American Conference. And yes, it's going to be a little colder. I get that. And you feel like you're more of a southern brand, a southwestern brand, and, and that's fine. If you feel you're more of a southern brand, you want to stay in some bit of a southern-esque, southwestern-type conference, okay? And if I'm a Western Kentucky fan, I'm on the side of, man, this was our opportunity to get out of this conference, and now at, we're, we're stuck. We're stuck here because the Sun Belt's not coming calling. Sun Belt's not saying, hey, won't you come back? That's not happening. And the American hasn't made that phone call yet. And, of course, for some, this is, okay, it's not that bad. There will be more realignment. That'll happen once again. And when that does, you got to follow up sometime, right? You got to follow upwards sometime. And if that's the case, if you're following upwards, where are you going, though? I mean, will, once again, the American swoop in and take middle and western Kentucky? Is that the long play? Like, you hope that another team or two bolts out of the American. Maybe maybe the fantasy is that the Big 12 gets plucked a couple more times 
and then the Big 12 has to pluck the American once again. And then the American goes a plucking once more. And it seems right now, if you're if you're pretty good in Conference USA, you're you're a target for the American. I don't know what the strategy here is. At the same time, I am ecstatic that Marshall's not in this deal. That Marshall's not playing here in the future. Liberty, New Mexico State, Jacksonville State, Sam Houston State. Throw in the trip to UTEP. Throw in, I like FIU. I won't say too much there. I do like middle. I do like Western. I like those places. I like those schools. I'm cool there. But still, this is not a good conference to be in. It's not that the programs that are in this conference are good or bad. It's the collection, the way it's put together. I don't see this as a a growth league. And we even haven't we haven't even talked about Judy McLeod yet, the commissioner of Conference USA. You know what Judy said today? The statement released from the league is as follows. With the addition of four new institutions last week, Conference USA remains a great fit for Middle Tennessee. We are very pleased that they have decided to reaffirm their commitment to Conference USA as we continue to move forward as a conference. While several institutions have indicated interest in joining our league, we will use this time to be deliberate and strategic in exploring any potential additional expansion. So the good news is, you can go a little slower in your expansion now, trying to find institutions. Maybe you can find a couple of programs you want to be able to elevate up, bring them up to a higher level, or bring those programs into the fold. I don't know where you're, you're going too far, though. I mean, do you want to spread this thing out too far? I mean, you want to try to keep this in some sort of compact configuration, best you can. Because right now, the Sun Belt's really, really nice. There are, there are two nice, continuous groups, east and west, and you can you can see on the map, every state's connected. In this league, you're not flying over another state to get to your next conference opponent, by the way. You look at the map, everything's connected, and it makes sense. And there's a nice little circle around Appalachian State. If you're Appalachian State, you're like, this is nice. This is really nice right now. Pretty much center of the east as far as the geography is concerned just about that's that's pretty nice and sure marshall is maybe the most northern member of this thing not that far from all the other schools and you're going down south a little bit more so if you're marshall you got to be feeling good about that always feel good about going down south weather's nicer right the recruiting's nicer right the road trips you can actually get in a car and make a road trip right how many of you are road tripping to utep not many. And if you're in this league, if you're in Conference USA, yeah, you're road trip in the middle. You're road tripping to Western. You're probably taking a flight to FIU. Are you road tripping to, to Louisiana? I would do that once a year. Are you road trap? Are you road tripping to UTSA? I, I don't think so. La Tech, I'm making that. I can, you, you might be able to road trip that and make that flight. I think that's doable. Do you think this is a good move? I'm going to leave that decision up to you. You can text me this hour. 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. Phone line is open 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Marshall football in action, taking on UAB. Charles Huff comments coming up on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Football coming up this Saturday. Marshall facing off against UAB. Important game for several reasons. One, you want to stay in the East Division hunt. Two, you want to get a little revenge, maybe avenge that loss against UAB last year in the Conference USA Championship game. Three, it's the 75 game. That's a designation that happened several years ago to honor the playing victim members. And, of course, the Young Thunder you heard, you want to honor them as well. It's uh, very emotional still to this day. And, of course, uh, with all that emotion, you still got to think about the football game, and that's what we're going to talk about. The football game itself, Marshall taking on the defending Conference USA champions. And with all the emotion going on, you still got the champs coming to your place. And Coach Huff talked a little bit about the excitement of having the champs come in to your stadium. Excited to also be playing the Conference USA champs um, until someone dethrones them. That's the title they've earned, and that's the title and the respect that we'll give them. Um, Coach Clark, um, I know obviously from being in Alabama, um, has done a phenomenal job uh, with this program, uh, with his players, his coaches. Um, he's an upstanding guy. I've respected him from afar. You've been at the University of Alabama uh, and what he was able to do and what he's able to continue to do um, at UAB. One thing that is going to concern the Thundering Herd this week is that UAB defense. Coach Huff, he described it as being stout. Um, Phenomenal defense. Very stout against the run. Um, Got a lot of respect for all their players. I think Noah Wilder, their their middle linebacker, um, does a phenomenal job. You can tell he's got unbelievable leadership skills. Um, His play speaks for itself. Um, they're probably the best run defense that we'll play this year up until this point. Um, so it's going to be a challenge for us. It's going to be a challenge for us because we pride ourselves on being able to run the football. They pride themselves on being able to stop the run. Um, so it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge there on stopping the run, running the ball. It's going to be a challenge. I agree with that. That's a, that's a fair statement. What's Coach Huff think about that offense UAB has? Offensively, as a running back coach, you, you got to have respect for how they run the ball, how their running backs run, how physical they are. Um, unbelievable body and balance control, breaking tackles. Um, as a team, you can see that they thrive on being able to run the ball um, efficiently throughout the game. Um, so it's going to be a challenge for our defense. Obviously, we pride ourselves, most defense in the country, you got to be able to stop the run. Um, so being able to stop the run is going to be huge. See, you get theme here. UAB going to stop the run. Marshall, stop the run. Going to be a lot of running, right? That's the feeling I'm getting. One question that was asked of Coach Huff. Now, last year, Marshall lost to UAB in the Conference USA Championship game. Several of the players remember this game. They are aware of it. It's a fact. Coach Huff, new coach, he wasn't part of that game last season. He wasn't a member of the coaching staff. He came into this fresh so UAB, this will be the first time facing UAB as the head coach of the Thundering Herd. So he was asked about, hey, have you watched last year's film? You looked at that game. You know, have you broke it down a little bit? Uh, he has not watched last year's game film. Um, I have not looked at last year's film. Um, it, it's a different team. 
every year is a different team. Every year is a different group. Um, even this team, you know, 10 years from now, when I'm still the head coach here, we'll be a different team. You know, will we look similar, you know, from a schematic standpoint? Yeah, but we're a different team. Um, I, I don't I don't know what happened last year. I mean, obviously, I know the score. I mean, obviously that. But we didn't we don't go back and watch. Um, UAB is a different team. Um, they've got different players and they've got, you know, more mature players. Um, so, no, um, very similar to, to all the other games that we've played that we've you know, played last year, different team. So I try not to live too much in the past because I don't have enough information to say, well, if you had to did this, then this. I don't know what the coaches were telling them. I don't know, you know, where their mental energy was for the game. I, I don't know where their health was. for. I don't know. Um, so we just try to focus on the things we can do to get the results we want. Um, obviously, am I naive enough to think that with – 20-some-odd seniors and another 15 returners that they don't remember, you know, this game, I, I'm sure they do. Um, but ultimately, nothing that happened last year is going to help us play better on Saturday. Um, so we got to focus on our process. we got to focus on our goals. we got to focus on where we are as a team. Um, and then ultimately, we got to go out and execute on Saturday. Um, and, you know, from that, hopefully, we'll be able to reload and do the same thing next week. So, no, he hasn't watched the film. Laid it out pretty 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 well i wasn't here last year that film's not going to tell me anything give me the score wasn't here didn't know how they were being coached last year wasn't a part of that i get that ask him next year hey did you watch get yet watch last year's film the game that he coached last year yeah ask him that next year that's i'll be interested in that response how how he tackles that when he's been through something because right now this is the first time it's him as a head coach of marshall facing every opponent every opponent on the conference schedule, first time. Next year, you'll have a foundation. Still getting from him's like, yeah, that was great last year. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I wasn't there. I wasn't coach. Doesn't matter anyway. This is a different team. Team's gonna be different in ten years when he's the head coach. By the way, did you get that? You get that commitment from him. Ten years. He hasn't signed a ten-year deal, but he, you got that commitment from him. Ten years. I'm gonna hold him to that. I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put that in writing somewhere and remind him, hey coach, you said ten years. You right in this date, ten years. A guy that it, I don't know, it feels like it's been ten years since last season is Marshall quarterback Grant Wells, and it does feel like Marshall played UAB ten years ago. It really does, just the way everything's gone. But he remembers. He remembers everything. And comparing this year's UAB squad to last year, he does see a lot of similarity to that squad from last year. Yeah, very similar uh, team than last year. You know, they have a, a lot of experience, whether that's um, not their starters or their backups, but their, you know, their backups are still retro juniors. You know, some of them are seniors, so they have a lot of experience. Um, but, you know, this, this team is built from front to back. They have a lot of um, – they put a lot of value in their front three or front four, really, um, you know, to go home and make plays. So, you know, they don't do a lot on the secondary, but, you know, they – they, that speaks to how much they they put value in their their front four to get home and you know um, you know get to me. Quarterback Grant Wells on what UAB looks like, how similar they are to last year. When we continue, we'll talk women's basketball. Big win for the head coach Tony Kemper last night. Game number one on the season. Marshall's victorious. We'll talk about that. Also, a lot of signings. Women's basketball adding more to the team. Men's basketball, adding some new names. Women's volleyball, adding some new names. 
I guess what I'm trying to tell you, today's signing day. We'll talk about it when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Our phone lines this hour, 877-420-TALK. Brought to you by White Claw, Hard Seltzer. It is made pure. Text line as well, 304-523-2275. And those of you who are pretty pretty social media savvy on Twitter, at Paul Swan, I tweeted out the news today. Middle Tennessee staying in Conference USA. Uh, I got I got a gif of um, from friends of laughing, okay? And I got a reply of stupid move. That's the feedback on Twitter. Laughter and stupid move. And whatever works for Middle Tennessee is not on me. Whatever works for Middle Tennessee. I mean, sure, I would have tuned in for some Tuesday night, Wednesday night action to watch Ohio take on Middle Tennessee. I would have I would have watched that game. I would tune into that right now if that was an option. No, I'm not getting that. I'm not getting Western Kentucky and Miami action. I'm not getting Western Kentucky and Toledo action. I'm not getting Middle Tennessee and Akron for action. And I would have watched all of those matchups because I think the Mac's a better league than this current configuration of Conference USA. And that's including with Western and Middle Tennessee. I think the problem here was not enough transformative value for the Mid-American Conference. And you know to bring Western Kentucky in, how much is that really going to improve the league? I, mean, I, I don't see that as a home run. At least, I, I, yeah, I think the athletic directors, I think the presidents probably were for it, but at the same time, yeah. it's not like when Marshall joined the Mid-American Conference. I mean, Marshall joined the Mid-American Conference, and all of a sudden, the MAC just, the level went up. And then the MAC schools got better as well. Not to toot Marshall's own horn. Speaking of tooting some horns, hey, how about our guy, Tony Kemper? Tony Kemper getting the victory, his team defeating Bluefield State 108-45 season opener. Cam Henderson Center, the place I'm sure was um, a lot more exciting than it has been in year past. So there is actual energy in the building. The The game featured six players in double figures for the Thundering Herd. So Marshall, obviously with a 108-45 victory, there was some scoring going on. Aaliyah Dunham, hey, Aaliyah Dunham, already benefit there for the Herd. Also, freshman CeCe Mays, both had 17 points. Dunham shot 6 of 9 from the floor. She also hit three three-pointers, had seven assists, six steals. She was working it. She was definitely having an impact on the game. So that was a big time a get for the Thundering Herd. And Tony Kemper, he was happy. Marshall gets the win, and he talks about it. It's good to get a win. Um, that's that's always true. Uh, I thought that, you know, obviously we came out pretty good in the first quarter. Uh, defense waned a little bit in the second quarter. Um, great third quarter. Welcome home, Aaliyah Dunham. I, I'm so happy that she's here, and I think you guys saw the reason why. Um, really good player, and, and uh, I think she's happy to be home too. So. Uh, I, I thought balanced scoring, which is what you want um, on a night like tonight. I thought we shared the ball pretty well. I thought our shot selection was good throughout. Um, and we just have to continue to get better about the, I guess, the amount of possessions that we can put together that are solid on both ends of the floor. So I, I think 
Um, sometimes we got a little loose, probably more defensively than offensively. And so, if anything, learning-wise, I think it's that. We need to get, make, get back, get our defense set time and time and time again. Um, definitely be up on shooters. That's, that's going to be a challenge on Sunday down at Radford. And we can't play with our hands down and weigh off people and, and expect to come out of there feeling good. So it's a good start to the year. Uh, I think you saw the balance that this team can have. And um, I think it's on to the next one. Go back to work tomorrow. By the way, Coach Kemper likes practice. I don't know if you knew that about him. Coach Kemper likes practice. His players might not like practice. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. Coach likes practice. And so he's probably having a good time getting ready for the next one. He talked a little bit. I mean, look at the score, 108-45. Are you going to see the Thundering Herd scoring over 100 points every contest? No, but it would be nice if they could. But Coach talked a little bit about adding some offensive firepower to this team. We have added good offensive players to a team that brought back quite a few people who had played a lot last year. And so if if you talked to me a year ago, I, I really liked the team we had a year ago. The beginning of our season last year, it was almost impossible to play good offense. I mean, we were in a dorm, stuck in a room by ourselves in the middle, and then we'd come out of the dorm, and three days later we would play a conference game. And, you know, the teams we play in our league, I mean, Louisiana Tech at home, when you don't know the players you're going to have and you haven't shot, but for three days leading up to it, it's hard to score on them. And I, I do think at the end of the year, we started to play much better. Um, and then the injury to Kristen Mayo right at the end. I mean, she's a fantastic offensive player. And we lost her right at the end. So, yeah, we struggled to score. I think there was more to it than, than kind of what meets the eye a year ago. Um, but I do know that I like the pieces that we put together. And I think you see, like, CeCe Mays, I think CeCe is a better version of herself, you know. Um, and that's the goal is – I'm here now, and can I work a little bit and get to here and get to here and get to here? And um, she doesn't have it all figured out yet, and I know I got a lot of confidence in her that she understands that. She had a good game today. She'll go back to work on, um, I guess it's Thursday when we, we get back in here. Speaking of additions to this team, Aaliyah Dunham, big crowd for her, cheering her on. I know that had to be exciting for her. She said it was um, just the fact that being back to play – finally a game against someone else she said it was big just finally playing someone else um it was very big you know we've been emphasizing and you know really excited to play someone else you know we've been playing against each other for who knows what july um so we've been looking for this moment um i think honestly like the chemistry is already there you can see it when we practice against each other um i just think we really gel um and and especially like what cc said we don't care whose night it is. Any day could be anybody's night. And that's that. what makes this team special. Coming up tomorrow on the program, it's Thursday. Uh, we'll get a little bit closer to Marshall football. We've got high school football coming up later this week. Several matchups of interest to us in the area, including, of course, the Huntington Highlanders. Huntington in action against Wheatling Park. South Charleston's going to be in action against Cabell Midland, the Saturday matchup that we're interested in will be Spring Valley taking on Princeton. It's going to be a 1:30 game. I'm surprised more of these high school games weren't played on Saturday. Sometimes that's a tactic from coaches. For example, if you know that there's going to be a, a big game going on between Marshall or West Virginia, and it's, say, Morgantown or it's Huntington University, it's Cabell Midland, 
try to take some of that crowd away by making them choose between Marshall and the high school. Uh, I don't know if that really works, but it's been tried before. We've seen, you know, for no other reason other than, okay, there's a Marshall game going on at the same time. You know, we've seen games move to Saturday, so we'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. And, of course, uh, we're going to find out uh, the bracket here because FAU is going to take on Charlotte 7 o'clock. That's first-round Conference USA men's soccer tournament. And so Friday, Game 4 will be the winner of FAU and Charlotte versus Marshall. That's also going to be 7 o'clock. We've got basketball on Friday. We have got soccer. We got high school football. We've got so much. So we're going to ramp back up starting with Thursday, talk a little bit more about all of those things coming up. And that's uh, going to be here on the show. That's um, that's the game plan. I think that's going to do it for this edition. We're out of time. Thanks for tuning in. I do appreciate it. Back tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM Huntington W231BS Huntington broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. West Virginia Metro News. I'm Jake Flatley. The student population in West Virginia.